Welcome to the No Filter Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie Cook. Today I have a special guest. He is a drone photographer out of Houston, Texas. Please help me welcome Steve Hyde. Now here's the interview. I am here with Mr. Steve Hyde. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So for the audience, can you tell the audience a little more about yourself? Um, I've, I've done photography and drones for, well, I've done drones for about eight or nine years. Um, I've done photography for about 30, but just not really that serious. Traveled around and took a bunch of pictures and, um, and that's it really. I, I, I uh, live in Houston. Um, that's about it. That's all right. <clears throat> so what got you into drones and well, photography? photography? I tra- I've traveled a lot. And so we used to, my wife and I both, we've, we've traveled to a lot of countries. She's from, she's from Europe. We met in Africa and, um, got married there and, um, just used to take a lot of photography photographs as a hobby because there's not a lot else a lot to do there you know um we're we're both working there and yeah it's a really good place for photography so we kind of got into it back then and um just been doing it since awesome well how long have you been doing dr- uh, flying years, your drone for? Um, a friend of mine was really into electronics and so he built things and um you know this was drones were were not really very popular people were building them and uh you know i started being interested in this company called dgi came out with a retail drone they started selling it was pretty good pretty stable but at the time you had to connect the gopro to it and you didn't have any control over the camera um and that was kind of annoying because you just have to start the it was video only and you'd have to start the 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 camera recording and then take off and you didn't have a gimbal on the drone or anything else so the videos came out pretty crude and and, but it was still interesting to see what you saw up there. And eventually um, they came out with the, the next drone that I that I got from it was that was called a DJI Phantom One. The next one I had I got came out they they had a um, the one that I have now they ha- had a gimbal and a really good camera. DJI bought a company called Hasselblad that that was that's a famous camera company and they they used to make large format cameras and um, so this the drone that I currently fly has the biggest sensor that's available for that size and class of drone. They took all of the Hasselblad technology and optics and put it into a, a small drone camera. And um, and that's that's where I'm at now. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, <clears throat> so how about how um, high have you gotten your drone? I fly over 400 feet. That's, that's the legal limit. Um, and yeah, that's, 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 that's the way of that. I mean, you don't, you don't have to fly really high, okay. you know, because well, there's a there's a, an area where you can't get from the ground and you can't get from helicopters. There's an area that's, that's kind of lacking in photography for a long time that was in between helicopters and the ground, you know. So, I mean, it just offers a different perspective. Yeah. And when you take them from really high, then everything's kind of ugly anyway, in my, my mind. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. I mean, and then if you go too high like the people that you're trying to get will look just that's right just look that's like right. and then it just looks like a helicopter photo anyway so there's there's really no no advantage to it it's just good to get a good yeah. angle yeah so 
So what what was your first drone a, when you started DJI doing Phantom this? One? Okay. Um what about um, your camera? So my camera that I have now? Well the first, first camera that a, you used. Was, a, was it a Canon um I forgot what they called. It was a I don't remember. It was a it was a Canon. Yeah. It was a Canon. That's what I use as well. Um <clears throat> so that was that was twenty five uh, years ago or something. <laughs> oh <laughs> um what drone do you think well, is it depends. best for if you're gonna do it commercially, you know, then you can just get a big powerful drone that you can connect a camera to, you know, like a, a Sony A7 or something. But but then they get expensive. They're twenty, thirty thousand dollars and you then there's a lot of configuration and things to make it push the button and configure it to do all of the settings and all that stuff remotely and transmit all that. So I mean the drone that I currently have now, I think I really think is the best one for for, for, for that class of drone. It's got the biggest sensor in it that you can get. And the problem with, with drones is the bigger the camera and the bigger the bigger the sensor, the bigger the camera and the bigger the camera, the more weight and then the more batteries and that causes more weight. And so you end up, it, you know, it's a it's a balancing act. Um, but this one has a, a yeah. 5.8 sensor and it's um, <clears throat> it does really good. It's really good at low light. So I really think it's a... That's yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, do you need a license to fly a drone? You don't need so, a license to fly a drone. One? You do have to register it with the FAA. Um, they just changed a, a law last week, and I don't know all the details of the law, but they're going to put a remote ID on the drones to where, if you're in the air, they know where you are um, and who you are. And so, but you, mm. to, so the FAA couldn't really control drones they can control you flying drones but the only way that they didn't have any way to, to force people to register so i mean to get a license so the way they do that now is by your by commercial photography so if you're commissioned to go out and take a photo and you're going to make money off of that drone then you have to have an faa license but if you i mean you're still allowed you're, you're allowed to go fly and take pictures without without a license and you could even sell your photos if if you weren't if you didn't have the intent to sell them when you took them. Um, I haven't personally sold any photos. Mm. I just do it for a hobby. So, I mean, basically, if you're going to go out and, and, and make money as a photographer, you really need to get a, an, a license. Yeah. And at the end, well, I'll get your um, your Instagram or wherever you post your pictures at. Uh, so if any of the audience wants to see your amazing uh, pictures, <laughs> Uh, they can go ahead and go to your link or your Instagram or whatnot. But um, and FYI, for anybody that the audience, he the pictures that he posts around Houston are amazing. <laughs> so, what drone do you think is best for? Or we already answered. Or I answered that. I asked that. Um. So, if I was to buy a drone, if I was wanting to buy a drone. And I wanted, you know, not the best, but just to start yeah. out so I can take pictures. Would you recommend somebody like me to go to a store where they're selling used ones? Or would you recommend somebody going 
uh, to go buy like Best Buy, so, Target, or anywhere so like DJI that. So DJI drones, when they first came out, they they were only sold online. There was some weird licensing thing with the U.S. market because they're a Chinese company. But now they sell them through Best Buy.、Mm-hmm. Um, but Best Buy does the same thing that they do with all of their stuff. They try to sell you these extended warranties and all this stuff. DJI offers this thing called that's、um, uh, a Flymore kit, and then you've got a, an insurance thing to where if you crash your drone and you can send it back to them, you can do it twice in a year and they'll replace.、Um, so, I mean, that's I mean, I would personally wouldn't buy a used used drone. You could if you're just playing around, but then you don't know what how it's been treated or how it's been flown or or anything like that. I mean, people do. You don't have to get the most expensive drone. DJI has a whole line of them, and I'm only—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm not pushing DJI, but they really are the best one on the market right now. But they offer a, 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 a low-end ones too for about three hundred dollars. The problem with the with the low-end ones—they take great photos and especially videos. They got really good. They got 4K video and 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 really really good videos. But the but the but the functions on the cameras. Aren't、um, you, you don't have a lot of control over them on some of the lower end drones, but you can still go make nice photos and practice and learn and and、um, get a bit. If you, if you want to get into like manual mode and、huh. change your exposure and aperture and all that stuff, some of them, some of the lower end ones don't offer that. So you're flying in full auto camera mode. So does DJI actually have on their app that? Because I know. That DJI has an app for it, where on your phone when you when you fly, you can I think you can like look over like video when you video or take pictures, you can look through your、That's、phone、exactly、to see、right. what your drone That's is. That's exactly right. I connect my、at. camera to my to the controller of the、um, of the drone, and and it takes over the screen. The app does, and you get all the camera functions, and you get a map that looks like Google Maps, so you can tell where you are and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, does DJI offer、uh, have on that app、um, where you can、they、edit do, your pictures、um, too? But I don't use that. I, I just I just take the pictures out after and and offload them to my PC and put、um, put them in the Lightroom like you would your regular camera. Okay, that's what I was going to ask next. What what?、Uh, yeah, I use Adobe use Lightroom and, and well, Adobe apps, Adobe Photoshop. Um, I have a cloud license that I get. You, yeah, you, you can get a cloud license for a reasonable price, and they offer specials. So if you watch it, you can get it for like thirty dollars a month for, you know, all of their applications. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, so speaking of the 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 drone that you said was about three four hundred dollars, is that what you would recommend for someone to start out with? It's a good thing to, to start out with. In fact, it's、with? a good thing anyway. The the Mavic Mini. Is、um, a lot of a lot of professionals use it because it's lightweight. You could literally carry it in your coat pocket,、um, and it and it does really good video and 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 pictures. And that particular one, it weighs below the limit that you need to register the drone with the FAA. So you can just fly it straight out of the box without having to pay a fee and and register the drone with the FAA. It's a good one to learn to fly、mm. with for sure. But if you want to、um, get you know、um, bigger images and. Higher quality images and use the manual camera functions, then you have to go with the with the ones that are a little more pricey. Hmm. Yeah, I've I've seen them online before. Yeah, they, they, they do. do. But I mean, if you consider、pricey. the price of a camera, the high end camera, they're they're not they're not anymore. You know. Yeah, that's true too. So. Let's switch to the photo、uh, photography side of from your camera. What kind of、I、camera do you、A7、use now? Mark three. 
No, Sony. A Canon? Okay. Um, so what kind of I know on your drone you take you like to take, I guess, landscape pictures of uh downtown Houston. What kind of pictures do you like to take with well, your we, uh, we, your camera? We do a lot of stuff. Your, My your... wife and I both fly drones, and we both take pictures. And so we've recently got to deal with the with these with this circus company out of um, Florida. And so anytime these they have five different circuses, the circuses come to town, and we take pictures for them. So it's a lot of fun. Um, again, it's just a hobby. So we get oh, a bunch of different cool. circuses. There's always one in town. There's one in town right now that we're supposed to go take pictures of. Yeah, but just everything. We oh, go down to the cool. events downtown and do the fireworks shows and all that stuff. Of course, they didn't have one this year, but um, we, we just go around, around the bayou yeah. and take take mm-hmm. nice pictures. What is your favorite spot downtown Houston to take pictures? Just not with your drone, just um, your, your camera. I don't... Uh, around City Hall, probably. We went and took it the other night. The lights around this time of year are really nice. Um, and around the Alley mm. Theater over there is really nice, too. That's for drones cool. though it's really tricky to... where you can take pictures downtown because there's no fly zones from hobby airport so the the south side of downtown is really hard to fly in if you can at all without a license um but the but the kind of the north the northwest side is is not is out of the no fly zone so like off of off of allen parkway and washington avenue over there those are good places to fly from you know, north main is that yeah, where off of North Main over by the Go transit ahead. center, it's a place like that. Is that where you get most of your yeah, drone pictures for, from downtown? That's pretty cool. Um, well, please. So with the this go this goes with the camera and the drone. So what do you think? that has improved since you started doing it and then what do you think still needs to be um, improved with drones there's a lot of improvements that have been made they've put gimbals on them the battery life is longer the the app are better you've got full control just like a regular camera um you know over all the all of the camera functions you've got um program flight mode so you can target things and you know follow cars and drive flying circles around buildings and things like that it's in in eight years or nine years it's all that stuff is came into play which wasn't there in the beginning in the beginning they just it was just a drone and you would have to connect a camera to it and you didn't have any control over that camera now you've got you know it's a flying camera basically and then with regular cameras, the, mm-hmm. a lot's improved. The, you know, the, the Sony I got is amazing at low light. There's no way I could have gone in a dark circus and taken crisp pictures that were, weren't blurry before, you know, or it's really difficult. Uh, did you actually, when DJI actually came out with the first drone or when they first started selling drones, yeah, were you able to fly yeah. one? <laughs> So, so you know that you you can see the difference between the, the, when it first the came out until now. The flight of the drone itself isn't any isn't that much better. You know, it's just uh, up and down and around in a circle. It's not they're not hard to fly at all. It's the camera control and the intelligent flight modes. You know, the program flight modes where you can target things and and do you know you could do a a a, a time lapse over and you can tell it to fly between these two points over over a ten minute period and take all these pictures in between. And so it kind of moves and takes the time lapse at the same time in a, in a full program mode. 
you can do mapping so you can tell it to okay you can draw a polygon around a section of the bayou or something and you can fly over that or you can program it and tell it okay i want to take this many pictures and it knows to go back and forth into this in this polygon in a in a program mode and take this many pictures and then it puts it, it stitches them together as a map and in fact it knows the it knows the height of the of the area it's taken to so it can calculate volumes of things you know like a pile of dirt you could fly over a pile of dirt back and forth across it and it would generate a 3d map and calculate the the volume of that pile of dirt it's pretty pretty crazy yeah they're getting more and more yeah, impressive just like these cell Taking phones <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so, um, I had a question for you. Uh, okay, when you go out to for your drone, I know you like you fly more drone than you take pictures, or you take pictures too, but more drone. What do you, what is your preparation for when you want to so go out with, and uh, fly with your drones? Drone? It's I mean, with cameras, you can just go pack up your stuff and go take pictures, right? With with drones. There's certain places I know I can go take pictures easily. I can just show up and take them. I don't have to check anything, right? But there's other, especially around downtown, there's areas that are, they have temporary flight restrictions around the, the sporting events and stuff like that. And you can't fly anywhere downtown when those sporting events are going on. So you, there's there's apps that you, there's, there's, an, there's an app called AirMap that's tied into the FAA. And you can start that app up and put your location in and it'll tell you if you're allowed to fly there, you know, and, and if it's a, if there's any temporary flight restrictions because there's nothing worse than driving all the way down there and then finding out that you can't even fly and it, and it does happen a lot right right i bet it does and that would suck driving all the way down there and man you can't oh, it's fly really and horrible and especially imagine if you get so i can you can fly within 30 minutes of of sunset you're not really allowed to fly in the middle of the night, especially if you have a, a license. So that that restrict the license restricts you more in that respect, whereas you have to get these flight waivers to fly at night, and they're not that easy to get, and you have to get them in advance. So imagine if you had one of these flight waivers and you had your license and you show up down there for some um, video shoot and and find out that you can't even fly because there's a sporting event going on. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, that sucks. So, um, so is there is there a checklist? There's not that really you a checklist. Check before... It's just like going and taking regular photos. I do check the airspace. <laughs> well, no, well, not the not the like going out. Like I mean, uh, like your drone for your drone and your batteries and stuff like that. Do you check? What do you? How do you prepare to go out to fly your drone? Like, do you you know take it out and make sure everything's okay? Yeah. Your batteries are charged. Yeah, up I just I have an extra, extra set parts. of propellers with me all the time, and I I charge all my batteries. It takes about four hours to charge all the batteries. I, I do that in advance and and just check all the propellers that there's no nicks or anything like that. But it's it's pretty easy. Ooh. Well, that's cool. I figure it'll be a long, like a maybe no, not a long I think, list, but I think spare batteries because the batteries only last list. ten to twenty minutes, depending on the temperature and how you know how the wind and things like that. But uh, so I take three batteries with me. So what is your? We talked about your favorite spot to to uh, to take with your drone downtown. 
What would be your favorite picture so far that you um, posted on your Instagram? There was one that I took. It's off of. Um, it's right down in Market Square downtown, where I was flying, and they've got that big building that they're building. It's got the crane in the shot, and it was right at sunset, and there was like these red streaks going through um, the sky. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you after this 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 uh, thing. But I, I mean, so I try to get sunsets, you know, and it's really hard to predict the sunset, and so. You know, some days it's it's mostly clear and you don't get any clouds or anything. And so, you know, I just a lot of times you'll see there's kind of a clouds and you think there's going to be a nice sky. So you just kind of rush downtown and wait for it. Yeah, I'm the same way <clears throat> up here. I, I used to live in Houston, but I'm in Caldwell now. And I mean, it can be a beautiful day outside, but by the end of the day, you, you're hoping for a couple of clouds so you can get a, a, a beautiful sunset. No, that's picture, exactly but right. Or you'll have nothing this great, happens. you know, haze that looks like it's going to be a nice sunset and the sun's going to break below it and it's going to light up the whole sky. And then all of a sudden it all just disappears and fizzles out. And you're like, crap, came down here for nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah, real, you're disappointed. <laughs> so, well, let me ask you this. I know it's a, it's a, you have, uh, uh, how can I say uh, a partner? Your cat does he yeah, have he to does. approve he of he all your pictures before you and, uh, post them? My keyboard off if he doesn't like them. <laughs> 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 oh Lord, Lord, Lord! I saw him on one of your uh, posts on your yeah, Instagram. It's I kind of annoying that was sometimes, cool. but I don't have the heart to kick him off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's so darn cute. <laughs> well, well yeah, let me rephrase right. that when he wants to be. <laughs> so, do you have a, a website or a, I know you have an Instagram, you can share that in a minute, but do you have anything else that where if any of the audience so, wants you know, to go Facebook, see your work where they can Instagram, see that? I'm on Instagram, but Facebook, with all of its flaws, it's, it's, it's good. It has groups. And so there's a ton of drone groups and you know, DJI official ones and all kinds of photography drone groups and things. And that, that's where I get most of my inspiration. And I post on a lot of, a lot of drone groups. I'm an admin on some of them. And, and I mean, that's where, um, there's really a lot to learn. You can see some photo that somebody, somebody else took and you, you think, well, I can do that better. And you just plan for it and go try to keep trying to do it. Yeah. So I guess that's where you you get your inspir inspiration from is from the, yeah. uh, yeah, the groups on Facebook and everything. And it's good because it kind of connects the whole yeah, world together. Cool. You know, I'm not a big well, Facebook fan, but I'm on there because of that. Yeah, I'm just like this. I'm the same way. Where there's a um, there's a group on Facebook that the no begin the yeah. beginner photography podcast, where it's just for people that are beginning to do photography, and uh, most of the people I'm interviewing are actually from that group and so but yeah i mean it's good to have where you can get you know somebody posted a right. picture oh that's a pretty cool picture well uh, let me i want to do the same picture exactly. but i want to put my a lot twist of techniques on you learn too you know like photo editing techniques and and, and i don't know it's, it's pretty interesting and it's, and it's really helpful yeah yeah it it, it very is no that's it so i'll oh, go ahead Okay. <laughs> so do you have my last question is for anybody starting out 
for this goes for for your photography and your drone photography with anybody starting out no do you just have try and then try to them? go back and make it better you know phone cameras are a lot better i mean you and i but probably came from a time where you had to go get your film developed before you could see what what your photos look like i mean these days you can see it right on the screen so you can just keep going back and trying it you know and you gotta wait for the yeah. right time of day or the lighting or improve the lighting and and just keep trying to get better No, that sounds good. Well, I do really appreciate you coming on the no, show to uh, let me interview. For uh, so, can you tell the people, the audience, uh, yeah, where they can find some of your work besides yeah, the uh, the group on Instagram? <laughs> okay. If, if with all the audience listening, mm-hmm. y'all y'all need to go check that out. <laughs> So, all right, Mr. Uh, Steve, I do appreciate it. It is pretty cool to talk to someone like Steve and learn so much more about something you really don't didn't know much about. Like always, I want to leave you with a quote. Only photograph what you love. This month, I want you to go out. And take a photograph, something that you love, but only, but you can only edit in black and white. If you think it looks good in color or love it in color, you should love it just as much in black and white. Don't forget to subscribe. And thank you for listening and tuning in to the No Filter Photography Podcast. I'll see you all next time.